Hi, everyone. My name is Wendy Manganero, and I am the host of the Wellness and Wealth Podcast. I'm so happy to have you find us. And if you could take a moment and hit that subscribe button, I'd really appreciate it. This is the podcast where we believe when you show up better for yourself as a woman business owner, you show up better for your business. So sit back, relax, and learn from the practical to the woo-woo how to best take care of you. Have a great day, stay blessed, and leave a review when you're done listening to the show. Thanks so much. Hi, everyone. Today's topic is the magic of crystal healing. I am joined by Damla. I'm going to read her bio and then we're going to get right into it. Damla is an inner child energetic wound healer, crystal healing teacher, and soul healing writer who helps other self-help healers and healers move beyond the energetic wounds of their inner children and shine bright than they brighter than they thought possible so that they can fully show up in their lives to heal themselves, their families, and their soul community. Through her own healing journey, she discovered a unique way to approach crystal healing, which is based on cultivating a loving, co-creative, and respectful relationship with crystals that activates their limitless healing potential. She is the author of Life-Changing Daily Practice Journals, creator of Chakra Bliss Vault Crystal Healing Membership, and the host of the Conversations with Healers podcast. Welcome to the show, Damla. Thanks for coming. Hi, so happy to be here. Thank you. So we're going to get right into the questions because this is actually the first show I've done on Crystal. So I'm excited about this. I would love to know for those who don't understand, how can crystals help with healing? The very first thing you need to understand is who and what they are. Who and what they are, these geometrical structures that have been around for millennia. Who and what they are is also the building blocks of you meaning your body, your actual physical body is made up of crystals. Your bones are 65% or more crystals. Your eyes are water, which is a liquid crystal. Your DNA has a liquid crystalline matrix. Your fascia acts pretty much like a crystal, gets activated through touch to create an electric charge in your body. We call it electricity, which is the same thing in crystals. So all of this to say, in short, crystals work and help with healing precisely because you are a crystal. You are a crystalline being. There's a communication that happens that is beyond words. Because we are relatives, we are kin, we are ancestors of each other, we are closely related. And crystals, you can think of as the representations of sacred geometry on earth which you are also. So they are a reminder to you of your own beauty, your own limitlessness, your own wisdom, because they carry not only just their little structure, each crystal is connected to each other. Each crystal is connected to the wisdom of millennia. And so are you. And they help you access that wisdom and that knowing. Oh, that's awesome. So I have to share a little funny story. One of my first coaches ever was a dream coach and she had moved to Sedona and she met a woman there and she had a crystal shop. And I brought my son out because she was diagnosed with breast cancer very soon after moving. Two weeks after she moved there, she was diagnosed with stage, I think three or four. She didn't know, but we went to go help her with one of her treatments. And my son was about, I don't know, eight or nine years old at the time. 
And we went to the crystal shop and I'll never forget. He bought, after he learned about them, he bought a crystal for every one of his friends for every reason. And it was hysterical because he has friends who's on the spectrum and we come back and like, he's gifting all these crystals to his friends. And I'll never forget one of the moms like, oh, he leaves one way and comes back a shaman, but he had a crystal for everything. One for, because one friend gets angry and what, and it was great, but, but he really picked up. And I think youth really pick up with what you're talking about. I think it's harder as adults to understand that connection, but children seem to understand that connection and say, and it seems really logical to them to what healing powers each one can do. And he understood, okay, this I'll get for this person because I noticed that they're this way. And and I was amazed by this, but he he had a great time in there. I and speaking of which, so I'd love to know from you, how did you get started with crystals? Is this something you were always drawn to, or is this something that you found later in life? The short answer is not at all. But to comment on what you were saying, I used to teach crystal healing to little kids, five to eight-year-olds, including my own daughter. And they don't have the preconceived notion that we are two separate beings. They hold a crystal with the complete, pure intention of connecting with a crystal. And they see truths and energetic information there that we sometimes, you're right, have a hard time seeing and being with. I had this one little exercise that I did with them. I would walk them into the crystal. I would tell them, imagine yourself being like a tiny person and go into the crystal. They would see colors, they would see geometric shapes in them, they would say like one crystal felt this way and another another one felt that way, without me explaining to them what the physical properties of a crystal was or what kind of geometry they held. They just innately knew. So yes, your son definitely knew what he was doing. And for me, I needed to come to this kind of practice through my own healing journey. I became a mom in 2012. And at the time, I didn't realize how much of a depletion I was working with on several levels with what I call energetic wounds. And I came to a place, long story short, where I needed to heal myself and nothing I knew worked. Yoga didn't work. Meditation didn't work. Western medicine didn't work. And my intention was, okay, so divine universe, just show me whatever needs to come my way to help me. And that's when crystals entered into my life. I didn't have a single crystal up until that point. I wasn't the child who collected crystals. This is in my 30s. And the moment I began to heal with them, I would just intuitively place them around my chakras. Something began to shift and change. And later, as more people began to ask me to start healing them one-on-one and to bring this to them in group healings and to even to teach them what it was about, that's when I began to look back at my, my experience and realize, oh, what I was doing was to create a loving connection with crystals, not using them not forcing them into something, but opening up to the experience and inviting them in uh, to partner with me. And that's basically what I teach now is that loving connection that your intention creates, your intention of meeting an, an ancestor, a relative, your intention of saying, not saying, what can you do for me today, but saying, what can we co-create together today? I love that you talk about co-creation. I listened to 
Esther Hicks or Abraham Hicks a lot. And she's always talking about co-creation. I think it's so that's wonderful that you can bring it in. And I want to stop to say something that you mentioned is it's so important to understand that finding what really works for each person, because there are times when you are in your life and you're going, this isn't working. I'm trying what the doctor said, and that didn't work. And then I tried what meditation, which not everybody can sit still for. There's so many different things and it doesn't work. But I think really part of it, which is so important is in the searching for so that you really do find and not giving up in that search to find what really works for your own self-care and what works for you is just is so important. So I, I love that you came to it by this, this search of going, okay, this doesn't work, that willingness to try and then the understanding of what finding what really works for you. The audience is full of female entrepreneurs. So for those who do not know a lot about who don't know a lot about crystals, what's the warning signs that crystal could help them? help their creative process, help them get back into a groove? What are what might be going on in their life that this might be something that they would want to search for? I think it's precisely what you said. If you're someone who has tried a few different things, and most of us by this point in our lives, if you're an entrepreneur, you have a few toolkits in your tool belt. That is not to say that something new can open up new doors and windows for you. One of the things that crystals do and they do well is to connect you to the creative realms of inspiration. They increase your intuition. They're like little antennas. When the crystal that you are is disorganized and chaotic, it's harder to tune into the signals of the universe. So they do that really well. I would say the signal for you to try something new would be, first of all, are you drawn to it when you're listening to this conversation Is there something in here that speaks to you in your soul, to your heart in some way? Is there something in you in here that awakens desire? More often than not, we are creatures who sort of act when we are on our faces on the floor or stuck again, we're stopped by a wall or something. But I would say this is what I am currently learning and practicing is not waiting to get to that place of being face down on the floor, but leading with that interest and curiosity and with that inner desire, making some space, creating some resources around and time around establishing a connection with that desire. Because that desire that's coming up in you is your inner child speaking, just like your son, the inner child who knows what is good for them. So listen to that. And I know at the end, we're going to share, I have a lot of resources. Some of them are free that you can start with in terms of getting into crystal healing. And it, it's so funny that you, you talked about that. There is a, as I call it, I'm like, you don't have to burn everything down to find what you need. And I think that happens as we talk about self-care. It's, oh, we're at burnout. Maybe I should self-care. And learning how to do that prior to that step of, that happening. And that's what we're talking about. And I don't know about you, but I had to learn how to even give myself the permission to stop before the burnout, before burning it all down to go, oh, it's okay to take care of yourself in the process and seek other things. I'm a big believer in resilience, but then we'll be like, we were so resilient. Really? No, we just weren't really taking care of ourselves in the process. Like we get to this point of, and I think that there's something too, that as you're talking about this, not waiting for it to burn down around you before you seek what you need. And not just rest, but you update your Zoom, you change your phone every once in a while about updating your paradigms, updating your 
self-care tools, like you said, adding something new to your vocabulary about how you relate to yourself as well as to the world, because crystals are everywhere. They're in the wood you see anywhere and everywhere there's DNA and there are minerals. You are looking at crystals. And every time you close your eyes, you're actually experiencing a crystal healing because you are a crystal. So for me, it connecting with crystals this way it completely changed my life, continues to do so in different in new ways. I think it's about realizing I am a resource for my life, for my business. How can I replenish the reserves for that which I am? I love that. I love that. I have a final question for women who do not know a lot, but they're now curious. What would be for lack of a better good word, a good starter crystal to keep around your desk or to keep energy flowing? Because sometimes people look at crystals and they get overwhelmed because I don't know if you've ever walked into a crystal shop, you're like, okay, I know they all do so much stuff, but it can be overwhelming. What would be something that you would suggest or how to get people started in seeking what's good for them? It's a lot less complicated than we make it. You probably already have a crystal in your jewelry box as a pendant, as an earring. Gold and silver are crystals. They're minerals. You probably have a ring. I don't like telling people what crystal to go to because just like your son was reaching out to different crystals, the crystal that you are is going to find what she or he needs. And in that process, what I would say is it's more of a demystifying of the myths. Do you need a huge crystal? No. Do you need a million crystals? No. (laughs) Do you need a certain number of crystals? No. And I actually have this as a free mini course called Crystal Healing Myths that can help you get started. And we can include a link to that. Basically, think of it as you are getting in contact with a new friend that you want to maintain a relationship with. And the relationships don't happen overnight. If you happen to bring a crystal home and now you forget about them, it doesn't quite work like that. You need to be establishing a relationship. One of the resources I have for people, meditative journey with one or more crystals. And the questions I ask in that particular practice are like, what is this crystal here to teach me? What beauty do I see in this crystal? Because that beauty is a reflection of yours. What does this crystal like to go to on and around me? Where does it like to go to? And which other crystals does it like to connect with? So questions we often don't think about because we think of them as inanimate objects, which is the same thing as thinking about your hand as an inanimate object. On one level, on a three-dimensional level, yes. But if you add all the other dimensions, absolutely no. There's so much mystery and magic in there. So keep your eyes and your heart open and hold the intention of making a loving connection. And then that'll take you where you need to go. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. And I figured you were going to say that, but I thought I'd ask it. Yeah. I'll never forget. He's, he's angry. He needs amethyst. I can't remember. I think it was amethyst. He brought back for like half of his friends. It was so funny. I was like, okay, but it was the cutest thing ever. 
But I think that's a good thing, too, because I do know that as she described what they helped with, I remember him going, oh, that's this person and that's this person. And so it's good to know. And it's just a good thing to know, to understand and to, like you said, to undo the myths, because, again, people do think they have to have the largest crystal or they have to have 60 of them in their room in order for them to work. And it's really energetically you're supposed to match, get to the point of matching where the crystal you have. I'd love for you to talk about, you talked a little bit about your free resources, but if you want to talk about them, and then I will have your link to your free resources and your social media in the show notes. Of course, my website and business name is adropofom.com. And I feel like we're all drops of vibration, drops of ohm swimming in a sea of vibration. So are crystals. And the free resource that I mentioned is called Crystal Healing Myths. It's a mini online course. I have five, six minutes videos. And then like it's an email course. So you'll receive all that you need to really get started with a crystal healing practice. And then I have further resources that you can lean into. I just want to say you can find me on Instagram as a drop of ohm, Facebook. I'm pretty available and reachable if anyone has any questions about what I do and how they can deepen their crystal healing practice, because that's the next step. You get started and then you can deepen it with with some help. So just reach out to me. I'm, I'm happy to connect with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate your knowledge and wisdom. And I hope people reach out to you because I love crystals and I do. I wear them in my necklaces. So that's so funny. I have a friend who makes them, but thank you so much, Dama, for coming on today. My pleasure. Thank you. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you. If you love what you heard today, please subscribe for more self-care tips as the weeks go forward. And if you love what Dama said, please leave us a review. Have a great afternoon.